Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. It was more refined and it was a better question, I feel. Now, you may feel differently and you're tired. Well, tell us what it is, damn it. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. I tell you what. You need help. I don't need help. I know how to do it's the game. It's embarrassing, really. You know what, Bruce? It's four-time a, World Series You're not a bad Bruce little Bochy. manager. A little. Not a bad little manager. My camera's off, too. Oh, gee. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. It's a shame. It's embarrassing, really. You can stop asking that question. You know, one of the things, one of the reasons that I can't stand my parents is because they've turned me into an overly literal human being. And there's always something that people say that sounds great, but because I'm literal, it doesn't mean it's true. And it's this one. Well, as long as, as long as the Warriors have Steph Curry, they got action. That's not true. What do you mean? That's not true. They need Steph Curry and players around him. To win a championship. Exactly. But action could be the playoffs. No, action is not the playoffs for the Golden <laughs> State Warriors. Action is final four to six to eight teams in the league. There, there's nobody, there's no one player right now that guarantees, well, Jokic alone can get a team to the playoffs. I still think Curry pretty much could do that, I mean, too. But also, if Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. miss an extended period right. of time, they I think they would struggle. Well, they made the playoffs. They were a six seed, right? Yeah, but the they, didn't the miss, they didn't miss the whole season, though. True. The, those two players. Oh, you're right. Like, no, yes, even the great players need help. At times. Uh, all the time. Uh, not in Game 7 of the first round last year. Game 7 of the first round last year. In Sacramento. Year. When Curry oh, you, oh I, you're talking about a first round series. Okay, not in a... We used to scoff at those not, back in 17 and 18. Not in a Game 4 of the NBA Finals then two years ago. I, I can't remember that. That's when Curry went on the road and just ended the Boston Celtics. Huh? Virtually single-handedly. Memories. Like the corners of my mind, misty waters coming. Yeah, who are you, Barbara Streisand? Oh, come on now! It's my mom's favorite song. It's a great song. 
that fits. Uh, the way we were. Whoo, is that a tearjerker? I know the Timbaland. Robert right. Redford and Barbara Streisand. Nelly Furtado. Oh, by the way, did I tell everybody out there I'm old? Mm-hmm. I love the young people. Thank you. Uh, Mark's in San Francisco. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? Hey, good, son. How you doing? I guess doing. I just wanted to, um, I love Clay, and I think Kerr's the best, but Kerr is starting these guys based on seniority. Uh, Clay takes too much volume of shots, and he gets too many minutes. I mean, these young guys on these athletic teams, they look at him when when they have the ball, and they just salivate. They take him to the hoop. And it, it's it's sad, but I, I really wish whenever uh, Chris Paul's playing, that's when Clay should be playing, because like you said, he is a setup shooter. And also, Stein, if you're at last the to your, your point when they were really rolling their championship year in yep. the beginning, guess who wasn't in that lineup? Clay. Clay. Taking that volume of shots. So uh, it's, it's hard to pull the trigger. I understand it, but that's my that's my take. Appreciate the call. Yeah, that's a, it's true. It's a good point. It's a damning point. But I, I also... It is a damning point, but they did win it with Clay being a significant player. And too. contributing. He, yes. Like, he wasn't bad. So... Yes. But the interesting part of it, too, is if you do think that Clay is playing too many minutes or taking too many shots, he's, he's playing the fewest minutes of his career in a long time. He's taken the fewest shots in his career, probably since, what, his rookie year, if that. I mean, he's taken 13 shots a game. I know. Clay is usually up around 20. And he that's sacrifice and bleed. And that's my bigger issue with. Clay, not not necessarily Clay, but the nature of his game. Can can like it's great that he's being more discerning, but how good can you be if Clay Thompson is a six for thirteen, three for seven guy? I think that's a problem because. You need Clay to score 20 plus a game. You need Clay to be a threat to get you 30 on any given night. And if he's going to become more of a, you know, 16 point per game guy, which is great. There's two things going on. One is the Warriors need more scoring out of him, and then two is, so wait a minute, you have you're playing like this is where it's no I use a guru, it's no shade against uh against Clay Thompson. But how does he help you if if he's only taking 13 shots in 31 minutes? And if he's shooting 40%. Like and that's that's the other rat on the table. But, but I'll give him for I'll I'll give him his regular numbers. Presented by Akko. I'll give you you know Clay let's say Clay's average game turns into 6 for 13, which is 46% and then uh 3 for 7, which is 42.9. Like that's that's great that he's continuing to be efficient, but you know, four years ago he could also lock down the one, or five years ago could lock down ones. Now he can't. Like that's that's another thing you got to figure out. I like, and that's why bringing him off the bench at some point may make sense. But but even then, you can't have Clay Thompson in the whether it's in the starting lineup, the closing lineup, off the bench if he's playing. Significant minutes, which I assume if Steve Kerr is the head coach, Clay Thompson right. will always play significant minutes. He cannot not be a threat to shoot and score with how, unfortunately, with how much he slipped defensively. Because right. if, especially if he can only guard fours, and 
I know last night they put him on Jabari Smith, who is is doing fine against guys of. But also, there's other players on the Warriors that are also because of Clay's sliding down the defensive ladder that are going to have to step up and be in compromised positions. Like, who who do you think the Warriors' best three on ball defenders are right now? Right now, yeah, Peyton. Wiggins. Yep. I I really don't want to say Kaminga. I, I just don't, but it may be him. It's him or Draymond, I think. Okay. But Draymond's probably going to be matched up against a big, so I would Fair. say it's Kaminga. Okay. So that means if two of those guys aren't on the floor, which Peyton and Kaminga generally aren't, then you only have one guy who can really guard and guard the point of attack on the perimeter, and that's Wiggins, and that's only when he's checked in. And he hasn't looked like that so far. So, to me, defensively is where Clay Thompson is has been maybe more compromising. I know offensively, but the other part of it too is if he's not a threat to to shoot, then when you have two other non shooters on the floor like Looney and Draymond or some other combination, like I think that's one of the reasons why we've seen a ton of Sarich is because if Clay's not making shots and Wiggins is not out of this either, like Wiggins is not making shots then the only person you have to respect on the perimeter is Stephen Curry. And you can right. you can take the ball out of his hands easier than you can someone else. Yeah, I, I sometimes I look at it uh, just as simple as possible. And, okay, who you, you just asked me, who are the best on-ball defenders? Yeah. Okay, Peyton. Yeah, he's good. He can't score. Draymond Green, he's good. He can't score. And I'm using can't as you know hyperbole, they're, but they're not threats. Jonathan that are Kaminga, like, he can't score. Now he can score more frequently than those other two guys, but he's not a consistent scorer. To me, that's the biggest problem with this team is they have too many one-way players at this point. Um, and the problem, and and even though Wiggins, and and a bigger problem is even though Wiggins and Clay are becoming more one-dimensional offensively. Their efficiencies dropped, so they're not playing as good a defense, and their efficiencies dropped on offense. So they got to figure they got to figure some stuff out. It's only fifteen games in. Uh, D is in Washington, uh, D.C. Hey, D, what's up, man? What's going on, Frank Sinatra? Oh yeah, I'll give him that. <laughs> Summer winds, nine oh, sand, yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, first of all, hell no, this team is not ready for for championship level basketball. First of all, um, Kerr and Bob Myers they spent years devaluing the center spot by drafting nothing but six seven with seven foot wingspan who are not even basketball ready. All right, as a result, now this team is paying for it. It's funny that we struggle versus nothing but a bunch of. Uh, teams with seven foot seven footers at in the in their front courts. Um, so until they fix that, man, we, we we may not even we may not even make the playoffs. Specifically, if if uh, if Thompson and 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 Wiggins continue to struggle as they are right now. Um, so anyway, that's all I wanted to say, man. Yeah, no, I'm with you, D. If 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 this is you know it's it's easy to say, but if this is who the Warriors are, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But I. I don't believe 
that they're that this is their team. I think Clay's going to get better. I think Wiggins is going to get better. Is it going to be enough to vault them to championship level? I don't think so. But but this is where the organization is, Evan. If there's a sliver of a chance, they've made it clear they're going to try it. For how long? I don't know. Yeah, and and the question becomes how long is is that amount of time? Like how long do they deserve to either prove themselves right or wrong? And a lot of people, maybe you're included in that, felt like last year was the last you needed to see or you know, that that kind of ceiling from that team was not good enough to give these guys a second chance. I I, I think you have to at least, and, and it's partially because of the contracts and the way that they're set up, which is another big part of, I think, the, the Clay Thompson equation, is he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Steve Kerr still doesn't have a contract. So in many ways, it does align for the Warriors to figure out this season if those guys, if the big three, deserve the chance to earn another year, essentially. Because... You still got Draymond for three more years after. I think Curry's got two more years left on his deal after this. Do you align Clay with him? Do you not? The, the one thing that I that gives me some solace when it comes to Clay Thompson is the the typically slow starts to his seasons. Yeah. And if you just take last year's and, and last year, for example, a year ago yesterday was the day that Clay Thompson made 10 threes out of 13, dropped 40 on the Houston Rockets on the road, and that was his breakout game. But even with that game, he was still shooting. I mean, I know. he was still shooting 38% from the floor. He was shooting 37% from three. But if you take that one big game away, the first 13 games of the season, he was 36%, 33%, and 81%. Like he was not shooting. He was he shot them out of basketball games last year. And I don't think he's shot them out of basketball games this year. He's just not shooting well. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I think I think last year you're right. There were there were games that unequivocally Clay hurt you. Now 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 you might need him more this year than True. last because Poole isn't there anymore. And Poole, whatever you think about him, would give you twenty a game off the bench or in the starting lineup, whatever. So there's more of a scoring void on this year's team that Clay Thompson needs to fill. Which, which I do think is interesting because he's almost gone in the opposite direction that he needs to temper himself at the beginning of the season. And maybe it's a result of how badly he shot at the beginning of last year and he's trying to uh, get himself ready for another January, February type run in which we're talking about is he playing his best basketball. And I, I know that these guys, or the older players on the Warriors, probably have the long game in mind more than we as fans do. And they're 15 games in, and who knows? I mean, maybe maybe Clay Thompson thinks he's in the right place mentally right now, and that's all that really matters. Like his shot, he believes is just going to fall. And I mean, it, you might not want to hear it, but the Warriors are kind of going to live and die with not just Clay Thompson, but Andrew Wiggins returning to form, Draymond Green getting his head and getting himself right to not get suspended or thrown out of games or fouling out or making dumb decisions to help that Jonathan Kaminga can take not maybe the significant third-year leap that everyone wanted him to, but to make enough of a leap to close that gap to where Moses Moody can play more minutes. Brendan Pachensky and TJD can help you. Gary Payton can stay healthy for a season. Those are a lot of factors that need to go right, but 
the Warriors might not think those factors are out are as outlandish as we as we believe them to be right now. So I'm just looking at some numbers and last year Clay Thompson made five or more threes about 25 times, 25 times. And of course, that's just five or more. He had a couple games over 10. This year Clay's had two games with five. In other words, the the minimum of the stat I just used. So he's had two games where he's made five threes in 14 games, where last year in 25 games he played 70. So that's one out of every, let's say, 2.5. He had at least five. That's dramatic in terms of a difference. Not just in that, that I'm talking production. Yeah. Production, uh, Evan. And it, it's another reason why I think Chris Paul, and, and maybe it's not in the starting lineup, maybe it's just more minutes with Clay Thompson, because when Chris Paul was starting last night, he, he played 34, so whether he's starting or not, when he was on the floor with Clay Thompson, Clay looked more at ease. Paul was able to get him open. Uh, now, he probably shouldn't have had one of those threes that he traveled on. That's but, all right. But that was a beautiful outlet pass up ahead into the corner, right into Clay's shooting pocket. And that's something that Clay Thompson also mentioned before the season. I remember in a press conference basically saying, when Chris is on the floor, you get easier shots. And if Clay Thompson can't create his own shots and we don't ask him to be as much of a driver or, you know, stop and pop shooter, and, and nor, nor should he be, if he is a more of a spot up shooter than ever, then I think it would behoove him to have CP3 in the game. Uh, that certainly makes sense. Uh, on the surface. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, Chucky's in Oakland. Hey, Chucky, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Good to hear you guys' conversation. Thanks. Uh, I've got a few things, man. First of all, I just want to say, um, Scott, you was spot on because uh, previously you mentioned, man, I'm talking about a couple of months, couple of months ago, maybe, uh, that you had said that, you know, um, you wasn't buying into the Warriors, you know, being uh, championship <laughs> contenders. And uh, and and I feel the same way. I'm not catching no shade on the Warriors, man. It's been a great ride. I remember I, I spent six ninety five on the, on the final ticket in the nosebleeds, June June first, and they played Cleveland. Nice. And so I enjoy I enjoy all that they gave me, man. And so now you know, hey, like you said, Donnie, you know, dynasties they break up, man. And so I'm not gonna cast say be trying to dissect and trying to prolong something, you know, longer than it, it should be. It's just it 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 is coming to an end. And I and I feel Kaminga, he's not performing this year because I think he's out of position. I don't think he got no business shooting threes. Yeah, Somebody I'm... with legs in basketball. A valuable commodity in the game of basketball is somebody that can jump off the gym. This dude should be on the block, you know, working on the – I think he, he could be a, a real good scorer working on the block. And and you guys burn me up when you talk about Kurt being a top-five coach. I'm not going to say that he's All a top-five right. coach. Reason, reason being is that Kurt, he – when you guys be talking about Brock Purdy, and you can tell that Brock Purdy is a good, a good quarterback when he has to play from behind, and it hasn't happened yet. 
Well, use that analogy with Steve Kirk. He's played from behind a few times, and he hasn't come through. And what I mean by that is when Draymond and Durant got into it, he wasn't able to defuse that and keep Durant from leaving. When Jordan Poole got into it with Draymond, he wasn't able to settle that and make sure things got back smooth again. And, and, he, and like, Phil Jackson had Dennis Rodman. If, if anybody can be controlled, I mean, come on, if Kirk can't control Draymond, it's a problem. So that's why I feel a, a good coach is able to relate and communicate and get players to come together as one. As one. Good stuff, uh, Chucky. Appreciate the call. You know, he, he brought up something with Kaminga, and I I agree with him. Let me Let me – this has always been my thing with Draymond Green. But it's also now with Kaminga. Ah, Kaminga make, make, make some threes. They shot 37. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How many threes does Kaminga have to make before you would guard him on the other team? Three in a row? I would say, Four. thank you. I'm with Spadoni. If he makes nine, we're going to lose. But I'll give him nine. I'll give him nine, and I'll never come up on him. Ditto with Draymond Green. I don't care. Draymond can hit all the threes in the first and second quarter that he wants. Until he starts making two or three in the fourth quarter, I'm never going to guard him, ever. Like, there are certain players in the NBA that, and this goes especially for the Warriors, because you got to guard Curry. You've Got to guard Clay Thompson. You had to guard Durant. Guess what? Kaminga can't like Kaminga can't make enough threes for it to really matter. If you know what I mean. Well, I think part of that is because he's like, well, he's not ever going to make enough threes within twenty minutes off the bench to to hurt you. So I'm I'm with you there. I mean, but I I think that's also, but it's also a little bit like Iguodala. Like no one would ever close out. On an Iguodala three, one because you don't believe he's gonna make that shot enough for you to have to respect it. But two, Kaminga as opposed to Draymond, and this is where I push back a little bit. At least Kaminga, he can get to the rim. Like if if you close out and he gets around you, he can finish at the basket. Iguodala could finish at the basket. I don't know if people really believe Draymond Green can finish at the rim. No, but to me with Kaminga, like Kaminga will never. It's going to take years before Kaminga is ever defended at the three-point line because he's never going to be able to make enough shots consistently, at least right now, that'll make another team say, we got to take away Kaminga's three. No, you don't have to take away Kaminga's three. If he shoots four and he makes two, then we move on. That doesn't kill us. So I, I do think there's players that... Oh, he makes some threes. So, okay, that's great, but it impacts the defense zero. Z- when Draymond Green makes two threes in the first quarter, it means nothing to the team that's playing defense in terms of a strategy adjustment. You want to make two? Let's see if you can make four. Oh, you made four? Oh, is this one of those games Draymond goes six for ten? Well, guess what? We're going to lose that game, but... Would you rather see Draymond go six for ten, one out of nine times, or you leave it up to Curry? But but I think you're also, and I don't mean to make this about Kaminga, but with this with the respect of three point shooters, I also think you're associating Draymond's big three point games with 
the best version of the Warriors, which yes, is like if Draymond does make five threes and it's 2017, you're losing that basketball game, but you have to let him shoot because you also got to guard KD. You got to guard Curry. You got to guard Clay. One thing I would ask you, I know we got to get to break, but one thing I would ask you is how many players right now on the Golden State Warriors shots do you have to respect? How many players on the team right now, if you're talking about, okay, you wouldn't guard Kaminga, you wouldn't guard, you wouldn't close that on Draymond Green. How many guys right now on the team do you have to respect their jump shot? All right, that's a great question to ask the Warrior fans. Whose jump shot, deep two or three, do you really have to respect if you're the Golden State Warriors? I'll tell you my pecking order. Well, tell us what uh, it is, damn it. On the other side. Uh, 888-957-9570. I see uh, Gianni, I see Mike, I see Marillo. Uh, we'll get to your calls on the other side. It's all sponsored by... Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Also, one more thing, I want to tell you about the Odyssey app. With the holidays around the corner, it's the best time to download the Odyssey app. You can listen to all four hours of Steiny and Guru, plus outstanding segments on the Morning Roast with Brian Baldinger, Willard and Dibs have Steve Kerr every week, and much more. Get it all on the Odyssey app. You know, one of the reasons that I can't stand my parents is because they've turned me into an overly literal human being. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, John, you like uh, Bubacek in uh, <laughs> Chicago? I like him. <laughs> I'll give you a three. Got on Dolly Parton. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Oh, That's too long to explain. I miss that guy. I hope Guru's listening. That's incredible. I mean, between I'll tell you what. I, I think the two guys you got to pair make a good team's Bubacek and Klawinski for the Warriors. Oh, boy. Hey, I got a couple things uh, to say. Yeah, you do. Um, we'll get back into the Warriors in a second. Okay. Uh, is there anybody? I, listen, I, I said this about the Niners at five and zero. Is there any doubt that right now the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in football? There is no doubt. Now, at the same time, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters that they're nine and one. Doesn't matter that they're the best team in football now. They're pretty good though. 
Well, I mean, obviously they they won that game last night because they they wanted it more <laughs> in Kansas City. Yeah, that that win last night by the Eagles means that essentially the 49ers are going to have to win in Philly to have any shot at home field. The pretty nin- much, Niners are going to have to play pretty close to perfect football the rest of the way. It, it, it's it appears like when Fitz says, you know, Warriors are down eight with two and a half, and he goes, they got to pitch a perfect game. Kind yeah. of like that? Something like that. Okay. I don't know if you used that one last night talking about the Rockets, but... Oh, boy. Uh, no, I, I, honestly, I do want to get into the Eagles a little bit later, but... Okay. The uh, There's one other thing, and here's the problem with being on the radio, mm-hmm. is I wanted, to, I wanted to... I said something to you last night that I was ready to go public with a big take. And now you're gutless. Well, I feel like I still want to do it the problem is, is that everybody out there, especially Ernie Chavez, they're going to take receipts and then they're going to say I was wrong, even though what I predicted was a long shot. That the Steelers won't make the playoffs? They're you not making what the playoffs. You so, brother. <laughs> they will. What if I told you, oh boy, <sighs> just do it, Steiny. Just do it. Just do it. I think we've got another championship contender in the NBA. <clears throat> oh, God. I know where you're going. You do don't, know where I'm don't going. S- Talk about prisoner of the moment. Timberwolves are a handful. Oh, my God. They're a handful, man. I'm just telling you. They got a really steady point guard. They got a dynamic... They have an old point guard. Two guard. They've yeah. got... An unusual front court that presents its own set of problems. They got athletes in Nas Reed and and uh, McDaniel's. I don't know. Yeah, be better be careful. I think you're judging him off the Warriors. Well, I'm judging him off a ten and three start. I also like they just go into my. It's Chris Finch gives not. He doesn't care about Madison Square Garden. Timberwolves went in there, blew them out of the building. What was the last the time the garden was a hostile environment? Oh. MSG hasn't been the same since the nineties. Please. Oh, although uh, Dolan, I think stepped down. He today. did. Yeah, it's about freaking time. Maybe Curry. Well, I think he stepped down there. from some. He's not stepping out as owner. No, he's not the owner, but he's no longer like the general managing partner. Can't put his fingerprints all over that organization the way he's like. Honestly, the, the Knicks have everything that you would want outside of him. If you're talking about a place that you would can attract free agents, well, yeah. can produce money, is a big name, huge fan base, loyal fan base, and Dolan just doesn't give him a chance. Kind of like the T-Wolves. Chris A. on the uh, on the YouTube chat, taking a page out of my book. Says, all right, Steiny, I'll bet you. You take the T-Wolves, I'll take the field. You think I'm guru? You know the Kings kind of remind me of? Or sorry, that's what? Freudian slip. I was going to say, you know the Wolves kind of remind me of? Who? The Kings from last year. Well, I'll say this. The Kings may... Kings won, what, 48 last year? And I bet, guru, that they wouldn't win more than that. Yeah, you had them 47 and a half. Okay, so... Or was it... Over under. Forty eight, he does not win the bet. Forty eight out let's just call it a push. Sure. So what are they, eight and five? They are. I, I could be wrong about the Kings. Took a loss against the Pelicans still, who were surging. Still gotta win a fifty still gotta win a uh, still gotta win about fifty though. That's not easy. That's not automatic. In a row. Yeah, they did. 
They did. Uh, let's go to Gianni in Santa Rosa. Of course, Santa Rosa, uh, a place where I uh, cut my professional teeth. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of where it all started for Matt Steinmetz, to tell you the truth, at the Santa Rosa Press Democrat. Um, but enough of that. Let's go to Gianni in the Rosa. Hey, Gary. Hey, Thanks buddy. for taking my call. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to chime in on Clay, man. Okay. I, I um, ever since he's come back from the injuries, I just feel like it's it's been Clay against the world and against himself, and it just not it doesn't feel like it's team basketball with Clay right now. Um, I just the the contested shots, the, the hunting shots. I, I just feel like it's it's not working. And I, I know it's probably a lot easier when he's got Kevin Durant on the other side, and you know. But I just, I just wish Clay would just relax, man, and maybe he can score 15 points a game, and Kaminga can get 16, and Wiggins can get an 18, right? And that would probably make us a better team. I, it might. Interesting. I, so, like, I I hear that, and and there's been points I think overtime and. On Saturday against Oklahoma City, is probably the most glaring example of Clay Thompson trying to do too much. But it's interesting that some people feel like he's more aggressive and that he's making poor decisions, or you know, I don't know, he's dribbling too much. But if you look statistically, he's he's being more passive of a player than he ever has when it comes to shooting the basketball. And I do think he's made a concentrated effort to try and take better looks. I do too. But for whatever reason, that doesn't seem to be working. And that's why before the break when I asked which player you have to respect on the perimeter, which player's jump shot do you have to respect, I still do think you have to respect Klay Thompson. In in addition to obviously Stephen Curry. I mean, if we're talking about a guy you got to leave, you know, oh, we have to leave somebody open, there's still no chance I'm leaving Klay Thompson open. Wiggins right now, I would make beat me with you know three or four threes, for sure. I will. I will not. I mean, Clay Thompson's still a player. I'd be fearful of of making his first few, and then he he might have a big night. Absolutely. I you know I'm not. I would never go into a game and say you know if Clay's uh, Clay's firing from three, let's not worry. But like Draymond Green can't make again. Draymond can't make enough threes for me to guard him. Uh, Sarich even. I'm not sure he. I would guard him, uh, other than to see if I could rush his shot, just a, just a hair. But Clay, I'm like, here's where I'm at with Clay. I'm more likely to try to shut him down than just let him play because he might get going. Like I think right now, what's happening with the Warriors, and it's even happening to Steph to a little to a little less of a degree, is these guys are starting that you you can start. You can guard him. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson can be guarded now more than he's ever been able to be guarded. So if he can be guarded, I'm saying, well, let's guard Clay Thompson because if you're telling me I can put a conscientious defender on Clay Thompson and he won't beat us, I got to do that. I got to do that rather than, ah, Clay's struggling. Let's just see. He's proven too many times that he can, you know, win games for you with big nights. So well, that's why I don't that's think it. last night was a breakout game. I agree. And he even tried to deflate right. that after the game. Like he was basically saying, like, I've scored more than twenty points in a quarter. <laughs> talking about a game? <laughs> like I'm talking about a game. Yeah. Let's go to uh Mike. Mike's in Hayward. Hey Mike, how you doing? 
I'm doing good. Okay, I wanted to talk Warriors, but you brought up the Niners. Okay. And you said that Philadelphia is the best team in the NFL. Right now. I totally disagree. I disagree because the Niners lost three games when they didn't have Trent Williams, but with Trent Williams on the field, the Niners were undefeated this year. So that kind of, you know, puts them like uh, a little ahead of uh, Philadelphia. I I tell you what, Mike. I tell you what, Mike. You're catching me in a good mood. And you know what? I'll give it to you. Okay, you know what? 49ers are the best team in football right now. Still doesn't matter. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Halfway through the season. Yes, sir. Uh, you can talk. You can. Well, uh, they're also healthy. two games behind. Hey, uh, talk about Steve Kerr because I know you wanted to bring him up for a sec. Uh, okay, Kerr. Kerr needs to be more in. He needs to be connected with this team. He's not. You know, he's not. He's not learning anything in practice. Okay, the fact that he doesn't know who um, Clay Thompson plays good with yet is like, come on, man, come on. You're the coach. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing we know, and this is always my thing with Steve Kerr, is you know, if, you want, if you want a coach, you know, if you're comp- – he's not – and when it comes to developing, it's not that – I don't necessarily say he doesn't develop players. It's just he now has a track record of he's going with the champions. The champions always are going to get the benefit of the doubt and guys he trusts. That's who he is. And that's just the one t- that's one of the reasons, the biggest reason why I always, I always say, well if you're not going to go for it with the core, well maybe he isn't the right coach for a team that needs to be that a young team that that needs to develop. I, I think also too, it. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I generally believe it's it's hard to develop top tier young talent without minutes for them to yeah. get on the floor or necessary the required amount of minutes. Like Jonathan Kaminga was never going to come in, or Moses Moody, or James we- James Wiseman's a little bit different because that season was lost and he got to start. Right. And that conversely actually might have hurt him in the long run. But Jonathan Kaminga was never going to come in and play 30 minutes a night. Like one of the reasons why, if you look at, uh, I mean, probably the best example of a young guy who helped an aging core get to a championship and be the best player was Kawhi Leonard. But when Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard came to the Spurs, he got to start. He got to play big minutes in playoff games. And that's because, number one, he was good enough. And number two, they needed him to. You can make the case when Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody got to Golden State, they didn't need them to play. Well, they literally didn't need them to play big minutes because they won a championship without them. Right. But there's been not enough runway for them. And that, as much as I I, I wish that they had gotten further along and that Curry then at some points last year had leaned more into them. At full strength, both of those guys always knew that they were going to be on the bench. And there was, like, is Jonathan Kaminga ever going to usurp or was ever going to usurp Andrew Wiggins or Clay Thompson or Draymond Green? The only guy who might have been the odd man out was Kevon Looney. And we, we talked about him earlier, potentially going to the bench for Chris Paul, and some people would poo-poo that as well. So I, as much as I hear the lack of development argument and they should be better, they should be further along, it's not, an in, it's not their fault, but I, I just I find it hard to come down Kerr's road because you're just you're going to stick with what's gotten you here and those guys hadn't like they're not they're well now they're starting to flame out a little bit but two years ago they weren't 
Hey, who was the caller who said uh, uh, the Niners are still the best team? Is that Mike? It was Mike and Hayward. Hey, Mike and Hayward, uh, thank you, 650, on the Comcast Business Text Line. Hey, Mike and Hayward. Trent Williams was there when they lost to the Browns. Oh, I don't care if he won 100%. He's he played. Hurt. He played. Mike. Well, it's kind of funny because I thought the guy he was going to use was Debo. Debo got hurt first possession of that game. That's true. That's true. He did. He absolutely did. 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors at Phoenix tomorrow. I can't believe I almost said it's a big game. Every game is a big game right now. I know. That's that might be a problem. Let's go to Marillo in Petaluma. Hey Marillo, how you doing? Hey. Everything is swell, guys. It is? Well, how are you doing? We're we're can't complain. Marillo, we're a game under five hundred. And we're the Warriors. Let me check my phone here. Today's right. the twenty first of November, right? So let's let's hold on. Let's hold on to All it. Right. Uh, guys, hey, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for keeping it freestyle because I kept this stuff for a while. I wanted to call. Okay. Um, Kaminga, I relate to him on this sense, and I think what's missing for Kaminga since he got here, and I've noticed this. I've told you guys before, I'm a soccer player, so I relate to it. And this hurts him specifically on the Warriors, because the Warriors, they have a specific brand of basketball they play, right? Many players, basketball players, even high level, and I'm going to make comparison to two guys. I'm not saying Kaminga. Who knows where he's going to get? But Giannis and Pascal Siakam. All right. I noticed two things. These guys come from countries with soccer background. They played soccer. In the beginning, they always show promise with their footwork on defense. And I felt the same thing here. I played ball when I was I, – I'm a great soccer player. I played, but I also played basketball at home in Brazil before coming. Sure. In. Yeah. So – and I was – I always felt that I could play. When I came here and I joined the gym and I was playing with these guys, I always felt like I missed rhythm and form. Yeah. I could defend. I could stay in front of everyone. I could get some layups. But the guys would give me that side look whenever I was about to shoot because they didn't feel that I had the form to play basketball the proper way. And I think Kaminga lacks with that and misses with his rhythm, misses with, it messes with his rhythm, with his drive to the basket. He has a great potential, but he's, he, he needs to play a little more basketball, well, the tiniest basketball. And, and I look at Van Vliet last game. He had a bad game, he but he had a good four games. Yeah. He had a good four games. They could win the game with him yeah, having that yeah. game because... Marillo, he seemed mad he, last night. Van Vliet seemed pissed no, about something. I know, I know, but the thing is, he could still run the plays for his team because yes. of the form and how he can control. I don't think Kaminga can do that. And players that come from that background, it takes some time from them to get the rhythm of basketball, the shooting, when, when to shoot, when to drive, when to move. Morello. You mentioned before. Yeah, Morello, thanks. I appreciate the call. Hey, let me help you. He has no feel. Kaminga doesn't have a feel for the game. He just doesn't. It's what happens a lot of times when you haven't had the development. I remember Can he get it? Well, that's a damn good question. It really is. Well, it doesn't feel like it's just going to all of a sudden appear tomorrow. No, right. it might by the end of this season. But if he continues to get 18 minutes a night and he gets pulled if he makes a couple of boneheaded mistakes, I find it hard to believe that he is going to acquire that feel. Like, you acquire... 
Well, I, I actually, I don't know if you can even acquire it. It's something that a lot of people just, it comes naturally to them. But if you are to acquire, it means you need to fail first. And the Warriors, for whatever reason, don't feel like they're in a position to allow Jonathan Kaminga to fail in the same way that Clay Thompson's allowed to fail, or that Andrew Wiggins is allowed to fail, or that Draymond Green is allowed to fail. And that's their choice. But I I find it hard to believe, because what, what, I, one of the reasons I want to see Kaminga on the floor is because I think that if the Warriors are to make some noise this year in the postseason, to me, Kaminga is one of their, we, we talked about it, he's one of their three best on-ball defenders. You have to be able to keep people in front of you at some point in a playoff game. And if Kaminga's not out there, that means you're probably going to have two or three, if not more, non-defenders, non-plus defenders on the floor. And it's going to be hard to stop opposing teams, nevertheless score. So, to me, Kaminga is a is a necessity for this team, but they're stuck in that given pull of he might he might hurt you more than he can help you at this point. I I'm with you. Hey, by the way, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr with Willard and Dibbs at five o'clock, five o'clock. So uh, Willard and Dibbs will get some answers from Steve Kerr. Hey, maybe this analogy won't work perfectly, and maybe some people won't exactly get it because I'm going back a few years, but. When the Detroit Pistons were really good, and they were they were at the point where they were breaking through to become a championship team, they had a great veteran team, and they picked up Dennis Rodman and John Sally, and they were two raw guys. They were raw players, but Chuck Daly somehow got them on the floor and said early in their careers, "It's simple, we can use you guys." But you have to do two things. Three. One, two, three. You have to defend, you have to rebound, and you have to block shots. And don't do anything else. Like, Jonathan Kaminga's still playing, uh, you know, working on his three-point shot. I I think maybe if the Warriors had it to do all over again, they would have started Kaminga and said, not started him, started him, but said, we're gonna, you're gonna play eight minutes a game, just on the ball defense. That's all you're gonna. That's all we want you to do, and built from there. But he, they just he he still hasn't had, he hasn't mastered one task uh, consistently during his three years in the NBA. He's he he may be an all around player down the line, but he wants to be one right now, and he's not even close. And that's. That's one of the things they got to figure out. And as opposed to the late 80s, early 90s, the game is far more perimeter-based than ever. And so you have to do, like, Dennis Rodman was asked to block shots, defend, and, what, rebound? Yeah. Like, you have to do more than that now. You also have to be able to score. If, if you are a liability on one side of the floor, or it, not a, maybe a liability, but if you can't consistently get your own shot, if you can't consistently be able to pass the ball, if you can't do the things that the Warriors right now need on offense, and sometimes you get lost on a back cut. Sometimes a guy is able to get by you. Sometimes you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, you commit a dumb foul, and then you compound that by making another mental mistake and getting a technical. Like Those are all right. things. You can't, you can't do all those things. Or you have to be able to at least have mastered one or two and right now, I mean, I'll still, and it's, it, I don't think it's just a Kaminga thing, too. Like, I think 
even though Moses Moody is viewed as a much more solid player, a floor-like player, right. he still gets caught in some of those situations also to where he's inconsistent offensively one night, or he's really good on defense, but he can't get you a bucket, or you need him to be a spot-up shooter, but he hasn't hit enough of those threes consistently for you to trust him, or... You know, maybe he's not as quick laterally as a lot of teams or a lot of people believe him to be, and so he can be taken advantage of by by a team like OKC. Like the, it's not just a Kaminga thing. And to your point earlier, I think it's a it's a team wide thing that they do one thing or maybe two things, but they don't do enough together to make you feel like they can consistently play high level minutes against good basketball teams. And it's it they they could take advantage of Houston. But if they continue to play, even like last night's game, if they play that same game against Phoenix, I would assume on the road that Phoenix is probably going to win that basketball game. Now, if they play more together, if they hit more shots, if they're connected on defense, then I think they do have a chance against Phoenix. But we haven't seen that enough yet to trust that it's going to appear when they needed to. No, I, I agree. And and for all those people who say, you know, look, we're only 15 or 16 games into the season. Uh, we, we still got a ways to go. You're absolutely right. But to me, there, there's, there's, a, there's a big picture issue here. Again, when we're talking about the Warriors from years back, they had done it. And you knew that, that they could, even two years ago, they wanted as a three seed. You know, now they're se- they're seven and eight. I get it's early, but th- this this is twofold. If the Warriors want to win a title, to my way of thinking, they have to they have to have a pretty good regular season and a great postseason. I, I just I, they're not going to. Of course, I don't know this, but they're not going to win it as a six seed. I just I just don't see it, Bob, and so. If you get, if you continue on this pattern and you're seven and you're eight and you're six and you jump up to five and now you're back to nine or eight, I, I just don't think that's a recipe. And I get it. The, the Heat got to the finals last year, but the Heat were infinitely younger than the Golden State Warriors. So we'll, we'll see. All right. 888 957 9570 is the number. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they snap a six-game losing streak. They beat the Houston Rockets last night, 121-116. They shot the ball well. They moved the ball better. That's something that we haven't talked about. It has been a point of emphasis. But how can you move the ball better long-term if you want to keep Chris Paul in your lineup? He plays a style that's a little different than the Warrior style used to be. Maybe they can blend the two and this team can get back up near the top. What do you think? 888-957-9570 is the number. That segment was brought to you by Lucky California. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.